Hello! Welcome to Unsubscram. Yeah, go on. Get out of here. Scram. <laughs> I feel like every human being in the world, and they don't know why, but right now they're just like hanging their head in shame. And they're just like secondhand shame and embarrassment, right? And they're just like covering their faces and just being like, I don't know who Kai is, but I feel like somewhere she said something incredibly stupid and I strongly, with every fiber of my being, I despise every aspect of who this person is because of whatever it is that she just said. Like, that's that's what's happening right now. Um, <laughs> can you tell that I don't plan my intros? <laughs> Fucking scram. Um, anyway, I don't... I can't recover from that, so we're just gonna continue. We're, we're just gonna leave all of that in, because, you know, you know, we're fucking real. Um, so, hi. It is the end of January. That's how you pronounce it, right? So, I wanted to follow up with you and see if you were, you know, um, still keeping up with your New Year's resolutions, if you made them. Mine because I actually made one. It's like one every 10 years. Literally, that's when I make mine. <sighs> um, mine was to take better care of myself and try to be a responsible adult. So I'll tell you how that's going. <laughs> um, I actually did go to the dentist to get that consultation and I'm going to have my teeth ripped out of my face next month. What is it? February 3rd? So is there going to be a podcast that week? I don't know. Probably. Um, I'm going to try to do like every Tuesday a podcast. Like I'm going to see if I can like stick to that. Like even if I am fucking dying, you might just hear like an hour of me just moaning like my face. I wish I were. Oh, um, I did make a suicide joke already this year. I, <laughs> I thought I could like stop, but I did not. And I made it in front of my mother. So I feel awfully bad. This cord needs to leave me the fuck alone. Maybe I can put my cord on my desk. Okay, maybe maybe you won't hear the cord moving around so much. I don't know. We're going to figure this out. So I got a boom arm. I got two boom arms because I have two mics in the event that somebody, for whatever the fuck reason, wants to come on with me. So it's one of those like cheap boom arms because I'm poor. So like the mic doesn't like stay in one place. It's just kind of like, ah, like I'm falling. Oh my God. And then I'm just like, okay, boom arm. And <laughs> Jesus, I need to, oh God. Okay. Um, I'm a little disappointed, but I'm not because like you get what you pay for. That's the moral of this story. <sighs> Um, I don't know how people do at-home podcasts, like, I really don't, because I don't have, like, a soundproof, like, room, um, that bass, um, clearly, like, I don't know how people manage to make their, you know, content sound so, like, 
clean and can you tell that I just have perpetual allergies I feel like this is just how my voice sounds now like I feel like I used to have like a clear you know somewhat presentable radio voice and then like the further that these episodes progress like you know normal people are like oh I can't record today because I have allergies and I'm like no fuck you like we're having a conversation snot nose and all bitch this is this is fucking real time is that what I said this is real time. <laughs> real ass time. Um, not fake ass time. No, only real asses. So if you have like a flat ass like mine, it's okay because it's real ass time. We appreciate real asses. Um, no matter how flat and also simultaneously droopy they might be. Me think she's projecting a little bit. So New Year's resolutions. That's what I was talking about. Um, I did the dentist thing, which is cool. What else did I do? I did something else. What the hell else did I do? I, I just, okay. I went to, uh, that gun thing and I'm sorry. Like I, I feel like, you know, people expected that to be like a serious, like we're going to talk about our rights and we're going to learn things. But like, that's just not how I do. Like I've been serious all fucking month and I can't do it no more. So that was, we were just cutting up. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm probably not going to talk about serious political stuff. I'm not going to say never, but like for the most part, you know, unless somebody wants to come on and specifically talk about politics, like I don't think I'm going to like sit here in front of you and be like, hey, today we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Donald Trump because I don't fucking want to. Like, I don't. And I'm probably not gonna because I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't care. I don't. And that in itself is going to piss people off because like when the whole impeachment thing was going on, I was straight up, like people would ask me at work, like, how do you feel about the impeachment? And I'd be like, dude, impeach him or don't. I don't give a fuck. And like, I don't think that that's that bad of an answer. But of course, you know, if you don't have a strong feeling about it, then your answer is wrong. You're a fence sitter. You should absolutely care. This is our future. The next election is at stake here. You have to. And I was like, okay, you know what? And when that happens, I will absolutely like care probably, but I'm just cared out. I'm so politics out right now, like, and it's my fault because I went hard in 2016 and I don't agree with half the shit that I used to say, but like, I really, really cared and now I just don't have the energy, okay? Like, no granted when it gets closer to the election, I will definitely pay more attention <sighs> because I do think, pardon my yawn, um, because I do think that it is very important, but right now I don't care. This is the place and I'm not even going to like... When it does come closer to the election, I'm not going to be like, I'm voting for this person. You should vote for this person. Here's why. Like, no. I, like, my mom and I or somebody might do, like, an episode on the election and, like, who everyone, like, is and what they stand for. But we're not going to talk about, like, who specifically is being voted for, hopefully. I don't, I don't know. That's a long ways away. But basically what I'm trying to say is this is my escape world. You know, like, I don't have a panic room in my house, so this is my panic room. Like, this is this is where we go to not talk about shit like that that actually matters, and we just talk about dumb shit. Um, because we like dumb shit, okay? That's what this is. This is dumb shit. I'm gonna change my name to dumb shit. No, I'm not. Um, oh yes, New Year's resolution. Jesus, Harold, I suck. Okay, went to the gun thing. I said that. I did the ID. What else? I did other things. I promise. I can't remember what they are, but I did do some adult things. However, 
I did not get my ID changed yet. I was going to do that months ago, and I still have not done that. I have not called my insurance for my allergy medicine yet, um, because it takes me, like, two weeks to do a phone call. Um, so I'm probably going to do those things next month, and then I'll follow up with you and be like, hey, I did more adult things. I'm taking care of myself. Um, but as you can tell by my voice, I, um, still have allergies. So, um, you know, things, things are going. I'm trying. It's all too much. Like, I hate being an adult. I hate doing paperwork. It makes me want to freaking cry myself to sleep. But I did apologize right after I made that suicide joke. So, like, we're getting somewhere, okay? Like, I... I don't think that I've actually said as many negative things about myself this month. Um... And, you know, if you're like, bitch, you've said a lot of negative things about Okay, but, like, if you really know me, you're probably like, okay, but the bitch making progress. Like, she think, what's up? What's good? I still don't know what head ass means. So we're, we're still off to a good start. I hope I never end up saying head ass. But so far, I'd say I'm doing, like, a 75% good, you know, follow-up. Now, granted... Why do I only ever get emails when I'm podcasting? Um, I, um, I don't even remember what I was going to say anymore. And I bet it was like a spam email. It wasn't even somebody wants to talk to me. I'm so angry. Um, I've been taking my anxiety medication a bit more regularly, kind of. Yeah. So I forget to take it on days when I'm like not working because like I'm just kind of at my house. But then I'll remember that I didn't take it when I'm, like, having a bit of a meltdown. And I'm like, oh, I have to take that. I have to take that thing that makes me forget all of my problems until I dream. And then I remember that I'm a sad person who is sad. Um, but Travis and I actually had a really great conversation in the car ride home that I did not catch on the podcast. Because, you know, it was... I'm not going to air his private shit. But it was, you know, about anxiety and depression and... I really liked it because most people around his age are like, those things aren't real. You just gotta believe in yourself. And I'm like, uh, no. Um, but he was straight up like, you know, I, there are days when I can tell that you are having a day, you know, and you're not yourself. And if you ever need to talk about, you know, your struggles, like I'm totally here. And I feel so much more comfortable talking to him than like pretty much anybody else because he does like understand because he and I are a lot alike, you know, like, everybody else is very, I mean, he is extroverted, don't get me wrong, but everybody else is, like, very extroverted and chipper and, like, very lovey and just very, like, they're not me, basically, is what I'm saying, like, they're not me. You know, people like me who are a bit more distant and reserved and quiet and not as touchy-feely, like, we are looked at as, like, monsters. <laughs> and so, like, I don't know, he and I understand each other a bit more than, like, me and anybody else. Which is, um, oh, if I end up moving out of this house and I end up, like, getting my own place with Steph Alephanephany, um, I'm, I'm gonna miss roasting his bald head every day, but we're, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, where are my notes? I said I would move out, I would be nicer to myself, what was the other thing that I wanted? I think it was, like, my podcast will be, 
more like high quality or something, which is not you know what here's the thing it's better than it was last year whenever people are like oh what's your podcast i'm like don't even like listen from episode one because uh just listen from like episode five <laughs> but then i'm also like but don't listen to episode six because that one's just too much also just don't listen to any of them because they're <laughs> and then i have a problem because i'm like i'm so bad at promoting my shit that was okay that was my goal that i was gonna like start promoting my shit because, like, I'm really bad at, like, I've promoted, like, maybe two or three episodes out of the eight, nine that I have done, like, plus all the bonus ones that are just kind of, like, bon they're not really episodes, they're just bonus content. Um, but I'm so bad at promoting my stuff because I just feel weird doing it, especially because, like, I have this weird thing where if I do really care about something, I'll never be proud of it. Like... If it's something that I genuinely want to be good at, it's really hard for me to take a step back and be like, I did a good job on that one because I'm always like, there are definitely things that I could have done better. And um, if I could like unpublish, edit and republish all of them, I probably would, but I'm just going to leave them the way that they are so that there is like, I was going to say visible progress, but I guess it's like hearable <laughs> I don't know. Um, but... It's just one of those things, like, I'll never truly be able to be like, oh yeah, my podcast is good, because I just, even if it ends up getting ten times better than this, you know, like, in the future, if it's ever, like, professional, I'm a professional, I'm still not gonna be able to, like, I don't know, it's hard, um, because people tell me that they like it, and I'm like, but why? Because I listened back to it, and I just hated it, like, fuck. Like, Curtis Connor, he does so well, like, it works when he does it, because it's just him talking, you know, it's nobody else, but somehow he makes it work, but when I do it, I'm just like, this bitch, like, just keeps talking. Anyway, we're not complaining about my podcast, I said I was gonna stop doing that, I just wanted to mention it because it was my goal to make my podcast better, and to promote it a bit more, and to try to, like, stand behind, because it's not that I don't stand behind what I say. Because obviously, like, I put my name on it. If I say it, then I meant it. With that being said, if my mind changes on something and you happen to, like, you know, widen my perspective, that's totally fine and dandy and great. Um, but, you know, it's just, like, my problem is promoting my stuff is weird. It's weird. Like, I wasn't even going to make merch until, like, two or three different friends of mine told me that I should make merch and they were like oh I, I would support you and I was like oh that's so sweet I'll make merch but it wasn't like my decision I wasn't like my podcast is great so I'm gonna make merch like that wasn't a thing that I um which is funny because like a bunch of people were like I would totally buy it and then nobody did <laughs> so now I just look like a fool with like these merch stores out and people are like bitch you had like four episodes like what makes you think that you should have merch and I was like I don't know like <laughs> I'm not a narcissist I promise um but, um, I, especially episode six, like, I was not gonna promote that one because, like, talking about myself is really hard and, you know, especially with a subject like that, people really, really have shit to say for no fucking reason, which I do, I'm gonna talk about that for a minute. Um, I don't think I mentioned my ring on that podcast, but I do wear a... I guess they call it like an ace ring and traditionally it's like a black band that's on your right middle finger and mine has a like little purple like ring inside of it 
And I just, I saw it on Amazon and it was really cheap. And I was like, oh, that's so pretty because I love black and purple. And it happens to be the ace colors anyway, because they're black, white, gray, and purple, which I never planned. Like I wear those colors a lot, but honestly, it's just because I've always, always loved those colors. Like my mom could tell you my favorite colors as a kid were black, white, and purple. So I just think that's so funny. And then I always wear that like black, white, and gray flannel. And then like purple is always like my pop of color, if not green. So I just think that that's interesting. Um, isn't green a color for like demisexuality or something? I don't fucking know. But I just really like those colors. But anyway, that ring that I wear, it's almost like a subtle nod. Like if I ever see anyone else on the street who like has it, it's just like a, hey man, <laughs> like we got to look out for each other, home skillet, because nobody else fucking cares about us. Like it's like a... I don't wear it to be like loud and proud, like this is me, but it's just like, most people don't know what it is, which is totally fine, but it's like the people who do and they're like, I see you. And I'm like, I see you, you know? And the reason I'm talking about it here is like, if you happen to be, you know, like me and you're listening to this, uh, I'm really glad that you fucking found this. Hi, let's be friends. Okay. Um, but also get you one of these things so that when we see each other on the street, we can give like a fist bump and be like, yeah, Ace Island. Everything's coming up aces. Um, um, but I wasn't going to promote that one because like, I'm not the kind of person who's like super loud about my shit. You know, like I'm not a flamboyant person. I don't want to be known as this person with a certain orientation. Like that's not my identity. But I did think that it was something that needed to be said because I know that younger Kai would have absolutely fucking loved to hear somebody else say, especially an adult, you know, because when you're a teenager, nobody takes you seriously and they're like, oh, you know, it's just a phase. Like you just haven't grown into it yet. You know, just wait until you're an adult and you're fine, a nice man. But I'm a grown ass motherfucking woman. Okay. Saggy tits and all. And I can still straight up say, I'm not real keen on the peen. Okay, I'm not a fan of the man, all right? <laughs> I am not in the mood for the dude. Gotta be honest, the dick is not my first pick. Okay, I need to stop. I'm trying to, like, I was like, how many rhymes can I come up with? It's not important. Um, not my, oh, also, I'm not, uh, Liddy on the titties? I don't know. Everybody likes titties. Titties are nice, but I'm not, I'm not gay either. I'm not, okay. Continuing on, the point of that was mainly for, like, people who might be like me who needed to hear it. It wasn't me trying to be like, hey guys, look at me, I have this special thing that not a lot, like, no, I, that's not my, it's really not something that I talk about a lot at all, um, unless somebody, like, asks or it's, like, important to the conversation, but, like, if I'm in a group of people, it's not something that I'll bring up, so... You know, promoting that one especially, I really had to, like, force myself. Like, I didn't do it until that night because I just kept putting it off. But I was like, you know, if you don't promote it, nobody's gonna find it. So, like, those people that are online, like, looking up this new word that they're like, I don't know, maybe it applies to me. Like, you want them to find it so that they can, you know, have somebody to listen to and be like, oh, shit, like, okay, maybe this is a thing. And it's not just, you know, whatever. So, I did promote that one, which is awkward because people who don't really know me as well but are like acquaintances of mine are gonna see that and then they're gonna have shit to fucking say to me about it here okay I just want to say this real quick because this is this is a pet peeve of mine 
The whole, oh, you'll change your mind thing. Now, when an old ass lady or somebody says it to me, I don't necessarily get as like bent out of shape about it because like you're old, you know, back in your day, every woman had a man and she had like four kids and it was like a thing. So like when you see somebody like me who's got green hair and says she doesn't want a man, you know, you're like, oh, you're just, you know, I get that. Okay. But if you're like my age and you have said that shit to me talking about, I was like you at one point and then it turns out that I do like dick. So you just got to wait it out. Ha ha ha. Fucking why? Like imagine, imagine if I looked at you and said, you know, you're, you're real promiscuous, aren't you? But one day you're going to grow out of that and you're going to change your mind and you're going to be more like me. Oh, just wait. One day you're going to change those ways of yours and you just, you just got to grow out of all that stuff that you're doing right now. And then, and then you'll be like me and everything will be great. No, I don't say shit like that because it's none of my business because I don't care what you do. I don't care if you change your mind or not. I don't expect that my way, like... That, the whole, like, it is, it's like a my way is the right way kind of thing. Like, oh, I didn't think I would like boys either, but I do, so just wait. Okay, if I said, like, oh, you know, just wait, and then you won't want to fuck anybody, and you'll be just like me, so just wait, and then you'll be like me. That's so, like, almost, it's like, first of all, it's condescending. Because, like, I would never say that to you. You know, I would never look down on you for the amount of partners that you had and be like, well, one day you'll be, you'll be like me. Like, no. Okay. You either are like me or you're not like me. And 99% of you fuckers are not like me. And that's okay. That's fucking great. That's fine. I'm not going to tell you. But I noticed that's something that everyone does on both sides. Like people will talk to me and they'll be like, oh, I was, I was having sex with this guy, but I'm not a whore. Like I, I've, I haven't had that many partners. And I'm just like, are you saying this to me because of who I am and you think I'm going to judge you? Or do you say this to everyone? Cause either way, nobody has a place to judge you on what you do or who you do. Like nobody, like you shouldn't have to be like, oh, but I'm not a whore. So what if you are? So what if you're like, yo, I took three men, at once, like two hours ago, bitch, and I'm ready for some more D. Like, that's fine. You don't need to, like, explain that to anybody. You don't owe anybody an explanation just as I don't owe anybody an explanation. You know, like, it is what it is. I just, I think that's so, like, and it's only women who do that. You don't see men going, oh, but, but I'm not, I'm not a whore. I, I only sleep with so many women. No, it is fucking 2020. Why are women, why do we still feel the need to justify how many partners we've had? Who fucking cares? As long as we're adults and we're having sex with consenting adults who will have us, it is not an issue. And I know that like every person and their brother has said this and you're like, oh my God, like I've heard the same speech a million times, but clearly you need to hear it again, bitch, because you're not fucking listening. You're still defending yourself to people for no reason. You don't have to. Now, unless you're trying to defend yourself, like, to yourself because there's something deeper going on and you're trying to figure out why you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. Like, I had to have that moment with myself. Like, okay, why why do I not want to smash? Is it a deeper... Is it, like, a psychological thing? No, I just don't want to smash. Okay, cool. Fist bump. Let's move on. You know, if you had to have that talk with yourself... Am I, you know, struggling with something or do I just really like dick or pussy or whatever? Like, you know, just whatever. But like, it's not anybody else's business. Like, you do not have to 
explain to anyone else what the fuck you're doing, chief. It's nobody else's goddamn... Now, I will say as well, if you are talking with a partner, it might be beneficial to, like, you know, share a little bit of your history and make sure that you're, you know, clean, you know, get tested. Because I know that I would want, like, to just know what I'm getting myself into so there's that, but also that's not really a conversation for me because I don't know much about that. I just think the mileages should match up. That's all I'm saying. Like, I know a girl who's a fuck, like, she is, which is fine. Have sex with whoever, however many you want. But she goes after, like, these virgin men specifically. And I'm like, that's just cruel. Like, you're gonna give these poor guys syphilis and they literally don't deserve that because they're so, like, reserved and shit and then you're high mileage having ass. Anyway, and I would say the same thing if it was a guy, so don't be like, she just said to not shame women and now she's shaming a woman. No, I shame her because she has no respect for anybody. It has nothing to do with her sexual escapades. But same with a man. Like, if there's a virgin girl and there's a guy who's had, like, a million and one fucking partners, I always look at that girl like, bitch, you're gonna get harpies. Like, you're gonna lose your virginity and get syphilis at the same time. Like, the fuck you doing? But it's not about that, Kai. It's about love. Okay, I don't, I don't care anymore. I, like, <laughs> this conversation is boring me because y'all gonna pop out with a syphilis baby. Okay, anyway, we're not, we're not shaming people. Do whatever you want. I'm gonna make fun of you, probably, because you're gonna make fun of me, too, and that's okay. For, fuck you. Okay, the media makes fun of us all the goddamn time, so we can make fun of you, too. That's all I'm saying. Like, we are constantly the butt of the joke, okay? You can be the butt of the joke, too, and you can calm your ass fucking down, chief. Anyway, um, I thought I was done talking about that shit. God, okay. But... Um, I'm not a bitter, <laughs> Some, someone's listening to this one for the first time and being like, this bitch is bitter as fuck. I'm normally not. Okay, I'm a nice person, I promise. Like, I have friends of all backgrounds, believe it or not, for whatever reason. But, big, big jiggly butt. I feel like I've already said that, but I don't remember it, but I feel like that's something that I would say, so I feel like I have said that before. Because every time I say butt, I think of a butt. And I just, I'm like, I just think of just like jiggling it. Oh, drunk Kai smacked a chick's ass, just her bare booty, and felt so accomplished. She was like, hey, look at me. I'm an adult. I smacked a butt. Which is so, drunk Kai cannot hang, by the way. That bitch. See, I'm a germaphobe, right? For good reason. Because I heard, isn't it true that like one in three people has herpes or something? So I don't eat or drink after anybody. Not specifically because of herpes, but I just, I've, I've always, always, always been a germaphobe. And I actually, fun fact, got grounded when I was a kid because I, uh, was a germaphobe. And, um, my, uh, step-parent at the time was like, are you saying that your germs are good? And I was like, no, I'm not saying that my germs are good. My germs are, you know, just as bad as anybody else's germs, but I can handle my germs. Well, you must think that your germs are better than her germs if you can handle yours but not hers. Well, it's just about, like, they're my germs, so I can handle them. I don't want somebody else's germs, you know, in my mouth or on me. Because he was mad because I wouldn't share a drink with my sister. And 
I wasn't even like hogging the drink. It was her. Like I gave it to her. It wasn't even like I was like, no, you can't take a sip. It's mine. No, I was like, you take a sip. I'm not going to drink it. And he still got mad at me for not drinking it. It's not even like I kept the drink from anybody except for myself. And he was like, well, you need to drink after her because your germs and her germs are equal. I was like, this isn't about an equal, like what the fuck? Like he never, and even as a teenager, he was like, I don't understand. Like I, like, I don't understand why you can't even eat after your family members. Like, it's not a big deal. I was like, why are you so offended that I won't eat after you? Like, you're a fucking weirdo. Anyway, sorry. Not, this is not the time. <laughs> this is not the time. Um, see, I don't, I'm not going to tell stories like that because they're not only my stories. They're other people's stories and I don't want to put other people's business out there. But the point of this is that I'm always being shamed for being a germaphobe. And I'm like, fucking why? Like, it's not that deep. Like, if you're offended because I won't drink after you, like, you're fuck. And this goes out to anybody. If you're like, hey, you want to sip? And I'm like, no, thanks. And you're like, <sighs> like, why? Why are you offended? Anyway, okay. Drunk Kai has not a care in the motherfucking world. She fucking drank after everyone for no people would just be like you want a sip and she's like yeah sure ha, ha, ha. or like she like ate cake off of this pan just with a spoon with like two other people just spooning this cake sober kai would have never done that thinking about it i'm mad i'm so mad at drunk kai because like she could have gotten herself sick she is like she I have not drank since New Year's because like the taste of alcohol now is like oh like I can't do it so um it's been like a month and I'm like st I have no desire to drink and it's not even like I didn't do anything bad I didn't make an ass of myself well I made a no I'm not embarrassed like I didn't make a fool of myself here's the thing I waited until I was legally able to drink before I had ever gotten drunk and when I did and when I did get drunk, I didn't hurt anybody. I didn't, like, cry. I didn't, like, text anybody and be like, I, why don't you like me? I think that we should fuck on the porch. You know, like, I wasn't, like, a trashy drunk. I was, I was wild and loud, you know, but, like, so was everybody else, so it was appropriate. It was fine. Like, I'm not going to beat myself up for just being young. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yo. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, drunk Kai can't hang because mainly the whole like lack of germophobia thing pissed me off because I, I will always be a germaphobe. Always. I don't know what it is. It's just, and I don't like, I don't hate it. I'm not going to try to like grow out of it and be like, oh no, I just, I just need to stop being because like it, it hasn't hurt. You know, it's fine. It's like, of all the problems that I could have, being a germaphobe really isn't even on my top 30 of my problems. Like, I'm fine with it. It's cool. Speaking of germophobia, you know, okay, so like, I play instruments as well. Um, that's why my nails are so short, because I work for a living and I play instruments. So it's not because I'm fingering bitches. Because I only do that when I'm drunk. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't do that. Um, guitar. You know when people are like, yo, let me show you this really cool lick on the guitar. I learned this really cool guitar lick. And all I can think is like, that's unsanitary. Like, 
why and i know that's not what it means but every single time somebody's like let me show you this really cool bass lick i always like think of someone just licking like the neck of a bass just all on the fingerboard just like a big old you know and i'm like why like why do they call it a lick i hate that or um when people like hit people or whatever and they're like you're about to get two more licks like can we stop calling things licks? I just don't like it. The word lick makes me mad. Um, there's this song. You might know it. It is by T-Pain and Chris Brown. And it's called... What the fuck is it called? It's the one about, like, now we got the whole stadium in love. You know? Um, the best love song or something like that. And there's this one part where he's like, you know... Okay, so he says something about, like, homie kiss a girl, shorty kiss a man, we can see you on the kissing cam, now show me some love, yeah, yeah, show me some love, yeah, yeah, now look her in the eye, say, baby, I love you, I'll never put no one above you. Now, my mom and I were listening to this one time, and she was like, did he say now lick her in the eye? I said, no, mom, why the hell would he say, all right, cool, now lick her in the eye? Because that makes sense. Just lick somebody's eyes. And she was like, well, I do that. I said, you do fucking what? And she was like, well, you know, because she, she, her love language is not like any, well, it's definitely not like mine or Travis's. She likes people. Like, I'm sorry, mom. I don't, I'm not trying to air your shit. But like, you kind of deserve it because you just do it randomly in public or like on the couch. She'll just be like, hey, Travis, I love you. And and just, like, lick his face. And he's like, stop licking my face. I don't like my face licked. And I'm just trying to watch TV. Like, can y'all... What the fuck? Like, stop. Anyway. So, for whatever reason, in her mind, that made perfect sense to her. She was like, yeah, lick her in the eye. You know, just... Bloop. Like, that's how you just show somebody love them. You just lick them. I said, so you're telling me that you've just licked somebody's eyeball because you love them so much? She's like, yeah, that's something I'll do. Just lick her in the eye. So now every time... Every time I hear that stupid fucking song, I actually love that song. Every time I hear it, I hear now liquor in the eye and it pisses me off because she fucking ruined the song. Cause now I just imagine this guy like looking at his girl and they kiss on the kissing cam and then someone just goes, all right, now liquor in the eye. And he just goes, Hey, I love you. Like, uh, seriously, can we not lick each other? Like, keep your tongues to your god-forsaken selves. Um, anyway, there was, I feel like I came to this with a certain, like, subject in mind. Might have just been New Year's, like, resolutions. I might have just tried to update and kind of, this is mainly for me to, like, see where I'm at, see what I'm doing. Um, and I seem to be doing an okay job for now. It's only the first month, you know? So there's always, there's always next month to do better. We're just going to try to keep improving. The, the fact that I only made like one or two suicide jokes this month is fucking amazing. Like be goddamn proud of me. Okay. Because listen, I'm pretty sure if I were to go back to my Facebook post from January, I don't think I made a single comment about suicide. I'm doing fucking great, okay? I'm doing fucking great.
don't know. I am proud of me. I went to a person's house that I had never been to before and I had a good time and I didn't talk about wanting to die and I did some adult stuff. Like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing okay. I cleaned my room a little bit. Uh, I paid for dinner for my parents a few times, which I did that last year too, so that's not like a first time thing. But every time I'm like able to buy food for my family, Emily, I'm like, hey, cool, you know, but it's not something that I can do often because a bitch poor. But um, it's funny because most people are like, I cooked for my family. I'm so proud of me. I don't, I don't cook anymore. That is one thing I will try to do more this year. I'll try to cook more because I used to cook all the time. So I will try to cook again because I do think that that is rather important. Dude, my throat itches so bad. Like I have never had, I have never had like this itchy of a throat. And, um, I feel like I'm talking hella funny because the whole time I've been talking, I've been like trying to like itch my throat <laughs> like while I'm talking. Um, this is not like a perfect, like I shouldn't even be recording. Like I should not, I should only record when I have a podcastable voice, but honestly, I'm just trying to talk to you. We're just having a conversation. Like you're just gonna, if you were talking to me in person, this is what you would get. We're friends now. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to sound super pretty because that's fake as shit. Like, we're friends now. You get the real shit. We're buddies, dude. We're fucking buddies. Also, I don't ever, like, wear makeup. So, just imagine, like, a pale-ass face with no-ass makeup with an itchy-ass throat. And you're talking to me in person. Like, that's, that's what this shit is. Um, so my goal for next month is to do the ID thing, do the insurance thing. Maybe cook something at least once. See, my mom is listening to this. And she's gonna be like, hey, remember when you said you were gonna cook for us? And I'm gonna be like, nope, I don't remember. And then she's gonna pull this up. And I'm gonna be like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't hear. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I need to cook for them. Because my mommy cooks for us sometimes. And it's so sweet. And I always say that I'm going to, like, pay her back and, like, cook for us. But then I look at the food that has not been cooked yet. And I'm like, it's going to be, like, just the process of, like, getting it to the to the place where it's edible. Like, that just gives me a headache just thinking about it. When we can just go and get food. Um, that's also why I am not doing too good weight-wise. I need to go to the gym more. I need to go grocery shopping and cook more. But will I... Probably not, because I already have other stuff that I'm working on. <sighs> one miracle at a time. Please, one miracle at a time. Here's something to talk about. So, there was- y'all know about the Eugenia Cooney, like, kind of backstory, right? Um, so, if you don't, just a really, really, really short definition, or like, not definition, whatever. This girl, real thin- I love her style because she's, like, super emo. She is the sweetest girl. I swear, like, she has never been mean to anybody. But people on the internet bully the fuck out of her because she has an eating disorder. And so she's very, very, very thin. Like, straight up, the thinnest girl I've ever seen. Thinner than Twiggy. Like, she is so, like, skeleton, you know. She's better now. She's still very thin, but she's not near as, like, I swear to God. 
But anyway, instead of, like, being compassionate, people would be like, you need to stop posting on the internet because your body is triggering to those with eating disorders and you just need to hide yourself because you make certain people feel bad about themselves and, you know, you're too unhealthy to be on camera, you should kill yourself, like, all this crazy-ass shit. She was already bullied when she was, like, a teenager and she, you know, she's really, like, submissive. She's real passive, so she... A lot of people took advantage of her when she was a kid. A lot of people treated her like shit. And she never, like, fought back. Like, she never, you know, even said anything. She would be like, yeah, she told me that, um, I was worthless and I should jump in front of a bus. But I'm sure she's just a really sweet person who's having a bad day. Like, she's that kind of person. And I, like, I want to hug her. But I feel like if I did, I would break her. But, like, I just feel so bad for her because people on the internet, like, they know this shit and they're still like... But it would be better if you were dead because then we wouldn't have to look at you. Which, like, fuck you if you've ever said something like that to anybody, especially, like, her. Like, she's so fucking sweet. But anyway, she got help. She was 5150'd. And, um, this is not, like, private information, by the way. This is all over the internet. So if you're like, stop spilling somebody else's tea. Like, this is, like, well-known stuff. Um, and... She, uh, came back and she was on one of Shane Dawson's, like, documentaries or whatever, which, like, ugh, I don't even, uh, I haven't watched Shane Dawson in so long. Um, there was a time when I, like, loved him, like, in middle school, he got me through a lot, and then in high school, he started doing this, like, tasting new food from Taco Bell, and it was just, like, mindless, like, hey, y'all, what up, lit fam, we're gonna spill some tea, hashtag slay, and just everything he said was so, like, so I just didn't watch for, like, years, and then I started watching again when he had his, like, conspiracy theory stuff, and then now I'm back to not watching because he's like, we're gonna do a documentary on Jeffree Star or Jake Paul or Tana Mojo or, like, these people that are clearly unfucking likable but I'm gonna do docuseries on them because I'm gonna try to make them look better so that you buy more of their stuff and encourage their shitty-ass shittiness. Now, I know somebody's gonna get mad at me for saying that because everybody loves Jeffree Star, and I'm not saying anything about his products. Like, if you, like, have his products, that's fine. Whatever, I don't care. I'm not one of those people that's like, you should never buy his stuff. Like, I really don't care. I personally just think he's a shitty person. Like, just in general, I'm not even talking about, like, the stuff from the past or, like, here's one thing that I will say. He had, he said racist stuff in his past, I guess. I don't know. Um, I haven't really, like, looked it up because I don't care. Sorry. Um, but Laura Lee did the same thing. Like, she had racist stuff in her past. So tell me why it's okay for everybody to be, everybody to be like, Laura Lee is a shitty person and she used to say racist things and we'll never forgive her and she's canceled and even though she apologized, like, you know, we're still gonna not support her. But then when Jeffree Star apologized and said, oh, it was years ago, everybody was like, well, yeah, it was years ago. Like, you, you grew, you changed. Like, how is that fair? Now, granted, I really, like, I don't know much about, the, I don't know anything about the beauty community, so I could be off base. I don't know. Inform me enlighten me um but also the whole thing with James Charles how he was just like you know I've he's a danger to society and he's just such a bad person and I've got all these receipts and I'm gonna show you how bad of a person he is and then James Charles came out with his side and like it was totally reasonable 
and it made them look like idiots. And then Jeffrey, who didn't have any receipts, was like, you know, we just need to stop this drama. Like, I'm over it. Like, this is not even, like, an adult situation anymore. Like, first of all, you were the one who started, like, you weren't even in this situation and then you just butt your stupid head in because you wanted to, like, get clout from it or something. And then because you knew that you were going to look stupid because you didn't have any receipts, you decided, well, we're just going to, like, you know when people start shit and because they want drama and then it comes back on them. So they're like, this is beneath me. Like, I'm just so, all right, like we should all just stop and love each other. Like, that's what the fuck happened. But nobody wants to admit that that's what happened. And then he was on Trisha Paytas's podcast, which I never actually listened to because she's just another person that I just don't like care about. Don't like, I'm sorry. But he said something like, this is the one that I listened to. He was like, you know, I was trying to be really adult with the whole situation, and I just came out and was like, hey, we all just need to stop this, and then, like, everybody started attacking me, and, like, I don't understand why, because I was the most mature person, and she was over there sucking his dick, like, oh my god, yeah, you were, like, the only adult in that situation, like, you tried to come out and stop everything, like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't know. And it sucks that he's a Scorpio. And it sucks that Onision is a Scorpio. Like, I'm so ashamed to be a Scorpio sometimes. Maybe it's just a male Scorpio thing. Like, because I know that those are two. I know of three male Scorpios that are super controlling and manipulative and just shitty fucking people. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you're my Facebook friend who is a male Scorpio, I'm not talking about you. I actually don't know you like that. Like, we talk sometimes on Facebook, but, like, I don't think we've ever had a conversation in person, so I can't speak to, you know, what kind of a person you are. But you seem chill. You know, like, you comment on my stuff sometimes, and you seem cool. So, like, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Um, but I just don't like him. I don't know. It's fine. But what was I talking about? How did I get from Eugenia Cooney to Jeffree Star? Oh, yeah, because Shane Dawson. So, anyway... Eugenia, you know, she was 5150, um, because Jacqueline Glenn, and I want to say it was, like, David and Eva, like, kind of tricked her into going to their house, and they did that whole thing, and Jacqueline, I don't know, dude, like, that whole thing, because she was, like, she kind of came on after the Shane documentary and was, like, I'm the reason that she got help, you know, and I'm a hero and I did such a good thing and nobody's paying attention to me. And I'm just like, really? Like, really? I don't know. But, um, like, it shouldn't matter. It just matters that she got help. And, like, I don't even know how I feel about that whole situation because, like, was that her place? I guess so. Because, I mean, no, I mean, nobody else was going to do it. Eugenia said that her mom was gonna get her help, but, like, she clearly wasn't gonna get her help, (laughs) like, obviously, um, so I guess that was, I don't know much about that, I, I've never, I've struggled with a lot of things, but never eating disorders, so I really don't have any room to talk about, like, what somebody needs for that, um, but the reason I bring her up is because recently she had done a video with Katie Morton. Katie Morton. Oh, my allergies. Morton. Katie Morton, who is a licensed family therapist. And I've actually been subscribed to Katie Morton for like a year or two. So before the whole Shane Dawson fiasco, I knew who she was. Um, because I watch a lot of like therapists talk about things and I watch a lot of like I'm subscribed to this like charisma YouTube channel that like teaches you how to be likable. 
<laughs> because I have no idea how to communicate with other humans and all I want is to seem like a chill, easygoing person. And so I watch all these videos about other people and their mental and like how to communicate and I still can't fucking do it right. But um, anyway, so in this video, you know, Eugenia is telling her side to the story and Katie is just listening, you know, because that's what not only, like, what a therapist, I assume, like, would do, but she's not gonna tell her on a YouTube video, like, well, actually, you know, your problem was much more severe, and I think that this person was right, and, you know, like, no, that's not, her job is just to listen to her side, you know, and figure out her perspective. So, I don't think that Katie did anything wrong in this video. She was just, like, listening to this girl talk from her point of view but everybody had a fucking problem with it everybody's like hating on katie morton now because they're like katie's enabling eugenia she didn't even tell her that she was wrong or that her problem like she just sat there and listened to her the whole time like yes that's what she like was supposed to do and like you don't know maybe after the cameras were turned off she sat with eugenia and was like so here's what i think as a therapist you know, here's what I think needs to happen or was supposed to happen or blah, blah, blah. We don't know what the conversation was, but that's not for us to hear. Like, that is Eugenia's own shit. Like, her, you know, inner mental, like, stuff, that's not for us to know. So, the fact that everyone's hating so hard on Katie Morton for just listening and, like, not... I don't know, calling Eugenia out because this, this video that I was watching was like, well, Eugenia is a liar. Like she was lying about what happened and I, she wasn't lying. She just had a different perspective. Like in her mind, things went a certain way, you know, of course she wasn't happy about the fact that she was 5150. That was traumatizing for her. Of course she doesn't think of Jacqueline as being like her real friend because something, you know, nobody like, Maybe years and years and years down the line, she'll be like, yeah, you know, I really appreciate that she did that, even though it was traumatizing. But, like, I feel like if I were to have, like, an eating disorder and my mom were to, like, do something like that, I'd be pissed at her for a while. I'd be like, I can't believe she did that. That was the most traumatizing, scary experience, blah, blah, blah. But then after a while, I'd be like, okay, I understand why that happened. I appreciate that. You know, maybe. I don't know. There were certain things that people have done that they thought that they were helping me and it was not helping me at all and it made everything a lot worse and I'm still pissed off about that so like maybe I could be wrong maybe this made things a lot worse I don't know but the point is that was her perspective that was her you know getting out her side that everyone's perspective is right and that's something that a lot of us don't seem to like really understand is that she wasn't lying Stop emailing me. She wasn't lying. She was telling, I don't want to say her truth because that sounds so cheesy, but that's what it was. Like it was her truth. You know, in her mind, that's exactly what happened. And Katie, the licensed family therapist was just listening because that's what you're supposed to do. And then later on probably gave her like, you know, more personal because like, online therapists like videos and stuff are not substitutes for actual therapy so you know you should go to a therapist if you like feel like you need to you know so that you can talk about like yourself like no one else is you I guess so if you watch somebody else get therapy that's really not going to help you because those aren't your problem like does that make sense so 
she did talk like vaguely about certain like things that you know, certain coping mechanisms that people could do, but she didn't talk specifically about Eugenia on camera because that's not something that we need to hear. That's her therapy. Like, if you are struggling with the same thing Eugenia is, she, like, then go see a therapist and they will talk to you personally. Like, does that make sense? So everybody who's bitching about Katie Morton talking about, well, she wasn't even helpful and all she did was listen to Eugenia's lies. Like, no, she listened to her perspective. And then she's not going to fucking give her, like, actual therapy on camera because then people are going to, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but she didn't do anything wrong, I guess is what I'm trying to say. If, like, everyone needs to stop hating on Katie, everyone needs to stop hating on Eugenia, like, honestly, they're all just people and they're just trying to live. If anybody needs to be hated on, I don't think anyone really needs to be hated on in this situation. Maybe Shane, I almost, I wonder if he did that just for, like, money, because, like, he knows that we all care about Eugenia. I, like, I really, I was terrified for her because she is such a sweet girl, and I could, like, tell that she was so, like, genuine and just had such a beautiful-ass fucking soul, and I could tell that her story was filled with pain, and I just, like, I'm not going to say I felt it because I have no idea, you know, what her whole life story is and I have never, you know, been in her shoes, but like I could just tell, I guess. And, um, I was really scared that she was going to die because like for a while there, like right before she got help, she looked like she was already dead. And like, I did not want her to die because I was like, you're like, how come the good ones are always the one who struggle the hardest and die the fastest? Like, that's not fair. So the fact that she got help, like I was super fucking happy because even though I don't know her personally, like I just, I don't know. I don't want to see a good person die. Like I just don't, I'm sorry. Um, and it really pissed me off that people on the internet would just be like, oh, you know, at least when she dies, she won't be triggering all of us with eating disorders. Like, I don't know if you're trying to make yourself sound like the victim, but you sound like a fucking asshole, first of all. Like, are you... I'm just saying, like, that's a shitty thing to say. And also, like, if you don't know her personally, like, freaking Onision obsessing over her. How many videos did he make about her? talking about well I'm just trying to help her when clearly he was just trying to get like money but I'm not like I could do a whole episode on Onision which I probably will because he is such a fascinatingly horrible person and I feel like I could talk about that for hours just analyzing like him as a person because he's so like manipulative but he clearly goes after like younger people because he knows that people his age aren't gonna fall for his like you know his shit and the thing that's funny is like when I was a kid I actually never watched any of his videos because I just always knew that he was a bad person I'm not trying to be like braggy like I never fell for it but I, a lot of my friends were Onision fans and so I was like okay I'll check him out one day and I was like this guy kind of sucks like he acts like he knows what he's talking about but he clearly doesn't like he's kind of a fucking moron and I like never watched him again um I think it was a video about like self-harm or something and he was basically like you know depression is in your head and if you choose to do things like that then it's your fault nobody else is forcing you to so if you want to stop being depressed then just wake up one day and say you're not depressed anymore and that's how it goes and you know people in the comments were like thanks this really helped and I was like <laughs> you think <laughs> 
but I guarantee you in like a week you're gonna be like back to the same old stuff um because that's dumb like for you don't have a degree in anything you can't tell people how to handle their depression and like that's why I never claim to be like I tell you my experiences and what helped me and I'm still clearly struggling with a lot of shit but I like I'll share my shit but I'll never like look at somebody and be like, if you want to cure your depression, this is how you do it. If you want to cure your eating disorder, this is how you do it. Like he's clearly trolling. He was always troll and nobody seemed to notice. And that's what pisses me off. Cause I'm like, everyone around me does not notice that this guy is clearly like, he knows that he doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. He knows or, like, he did that whole, like, I don't remember if it was a video or a series about black people hair and how he was, like, I just think it's funny that nobody taught you black people how to do your hair and I'm the one who has to teach you. Like, clearly, you know, I know more about your hair than you do. And that whole thing was, like, a troll. Like, he was literally just trying to get reactions and attention and money. But people still fell for it so hard. And they were like, can you believe this guy and what he just said about black hair? And I was like, why are you paying attention to this guy? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. People who just think that any attention is good attention. Like, any person could come on a platform, like YouTube or a podcast, and be like, hey, uh, Mexican people... I think you're dumb or something. I don't know. And then just, like, get, you know, attention and shit. And I, like... And y'all just let that shit happen. Like, you just let it go. Like, you just gave him exactly what he wanted. What the fuck? Like, why are you paying attention? I'm so glad the FBI is investigating him, but I feel like he's gonna get away with everything. But I want to bring somebody else on and talk about that. Because I just want to talk about him and his spouse. Like, I will talk for a long ass time about my personal opinion on like him and his spouse and why things transpired the way that they did because like it's not my place to analyze anybody but I still do it because it's fun <laughs> like I know that's really bad um but I'll tell you straight up it's not coming from like a professional standpoint or like it's not anything is fact like nothing is fact it's just like I just like doing it because it's fun. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to claim to be anything I'm not. I'm just a girl who doesn't mind her own business, okay? But anyway, I feel like I was still talking about Eugenia or Katie or somebody. I don't know. I like Katie Morton. She's all right. She seems like a real sweet girl. Um, people get so mad at her because of the fact that she doesn't, like, call people out is the main complaint that I see. Like, oh, you didn't call her out. That's not her job to do especially like on camera I don't know how a therapy session works in person because I should but I don't go to therapy can you hear me scratching my head um but that's not her place to do on camera she's not gonna go on the internet and be like well Eugenia this is not a true statement and even if it's your perspective you know like I feel like I'm just repeating myself at this point because I forgot what I was I feel like I was saying something and then I got like sidetracked but I really want to know how the state of YouTube is going to be, you know, like, this year or this decade. Like, I- Because you can't even- You can't even say fuck anymore without getting, like, cancelled. Like, YouTube used to be this free-ass place where people could just express themselves and just say, you know, whatever. And now they have all these crazy rules and guidelines about, like, 
censoring words that don't even need to be censored. Like, I would get it if you censored the word fuck. But, like, the words... The word pedophile, I don't think, needs to be censored. It's not a cuss word. Or even words like abuse. Or even words like hurt. The word hurt is not a bad word. But on videos that I've been watching, like, they bleep out the word hurt. Or harm. Or, like, just random, like, words. Or children. Or just, like... So you're, like, listening... You have to look at the screen. Like, sometimes I'll just have a YouTube video playing while I'm, like, making my coffee or something... And, like, I can't do that anymore because every other word will be cut out and you have to look at the screen to see, like, what the actual word was because of YouTube's, like, guidelines that they can't say certain words anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why is everything so censored? And that was actually one of the dreams that I had when I was having my crazy Prozac fever dreams. Fever dreams? That's not what a fever dream is. Anyway, my crazy Prozac dreams was that, like, everything was censored and like we literally just could not say anything and everyone would everybody would like whisper to each other or like mouth every other word because they like legally couldn't say it out loud and it kind of just became youtube like in person and i don't mean to sound like one of those crazy old bats but like freedom of speech where's our freedom of speech going but i mean that's so true like where like come on like I should be allowed to cut up in a car without people getting so fucking pissed off. Okay, like, I understand if you're, like, inciting violence and you're like, hey, everybody, go attack this group of people. Then, like, yeah, you shouldn't, you should be, like, deplatformed, you know, or whatever. Um, but if you can't say the word predator without getting, like, canceled, that's a fucking problem. Um, by the way, like, have a seat with Chris Hansen. I cannot stop watching. It's, like, every Wednesday. I love it so much. And Shiloh's story about Onision, in my opinion, was the most heartbreaking. And then I feel like Sarah's was probably the second most. I feel like most of you have no idea what I'm saying. I'm so sorry. But I want to bring somebody on so that we can just talk all about... YouTube is, like, it's whole... It's, like, a whole nother universe. Like, it's, like, a whole ass world that certain people you know will totally understand other people will be like are these real people what's going on and like barely kind of <laughs> um wow i've been talking for way too long this was supposed to be a somewhat structured podcast and it's clearly not this reminds me of like the earlier episodes when i would just ramble it's gonna be like that sometimes anyway um, happy new year. Happy first month of the new year decade. I hope it went well for you. I hope you are following up with your self and, you know, doing things that you said you were gonna do. Um, you know, accomplishing all the good, all the good lords shit that you said you were going to accomplish. I'm trying to- I don't even remember how I started this episode because I feel like I had like such a clear idea in my head of um what I was gonna say throughout this episode and I really 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 didn't. Like I ended up not because like I certainly wasn't gonna talk about YouTube. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, bye!